Beliefs are everything. They shape our thoughts and our feelings. Beliefs control every aspect of our behavior, from what we eat, if we exercise, what our net worth and self-worth is, and what we do with our time. They determine the quality of our relationships, and ultimately, our beliefs determine whether or not we live a life of joy, gratitude, and contribution. Your beliefs are so important, especially as you step into this world of entrepreneurship. Your beliefs create your reality. Do you know you have a bigger purpose than that nine to five? Yes, yes you do. Welcome to the Abundant Christianpreneur Podcast. I am your host, Kristen Duranchi. I am a wife and mom who loves Jesus and I've also been known to bust a few moves to some old school rock and roll. (laughs) Right now you are joined by other faith-filled women who are using their commute to redefine their life, change their mindset, and turn their passions, knowledge, life experiences, or even their hobbies into a powerful online business that allows them to have the freedom to do what they love. My goal is to inspire you to take a step of faith and transition from that employee mindset to the Christian CEO and create that powerful, profitable, and impactful business that has been on your heart. This is your show to learn from me and other Christianpreneurs tactical tips that will empower you to bring that dream to life. If you're ready to live your life by design, make an impact, and have the financial and time freedom to do what you want, when you want, then crank up that volume and let's do this. Welcome back to the Abundant Christian Panure Podcast. This is episode five, and we are going to talk about beliefs and mindset. My favorite topic. Beliefs are everything. They shape our thoughts and our feelings, and beliefs control every aspect of our behavior. They determine the quality of our relationships, and ultimately, our beliefs determine whether or not we live a life of joy gratitude, or a life of misery, regret, and pain. As humans, we live our life based on the deep-seated beliefs we hold, whether we know it or not. How are your beliefs affecting what you speak and the words that come out of your mouth? Are you producing good fruit or rotten fruit? Think about this analogy. Think about the roots of a tree. If the roots are healthy, you have a strong, beautiful tree that produces yummy fruit. But if the roots are rotten, you are not going to get good leaves, a big tree, and you're certainly not going to get any good fruit. Proverbs 18.21 says, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. You have the power to silence your doubts, those pesky limiting beliefs, and negative thoughts by speaking life into your situation. If you want to get better fruit or better results in any area of your life, you just don't want to work on the exterior. You have to go deeper. You have to go to the roots. And those roots are your beliefs. 
Not all beliefs are good beliefs. Sometimes our beliefs are false beliefs we perceive to be the truth, and they're harming us, whether we realize it or not. Those false beliefs are called limiting beliefs. They're beliefs that don't serve you. So let's take a step back and look at what a belief is. A belief or a paradigm is a standard, a perception, or a set of ideas. It's just a way of looking at something. And everyone has a paradigm or a set of beliefs that help them interpret how they see the world and how they see events or circumstances. Our own set of beliefs are why two different people can look at the same situation or circumstance and interpret it completely different. While one person may see an obstacle, the other person might see an opportunity. God made us in an amazing way, and the more I learn about our mind, it is the most powerful tool we have on this planet. We have two minds that come together as one. We have the conscious mind and the subconscious mind, and all of the beliefs exist and live in our subconscious mind. A belief is just something you know with total and absolute certainty. Now, I feel it's important to reiterate that a belief is something you believe to be true. So here's an example. I have the belief that failure is good. Failure is the stepping stone to success. The more mistakes and failures I make, the quicker I will get to my goal and my success. Now, hypothetically, let's say my uncle, who was in the army, has the belief that failure is the enemy of perfection. So he taught his kids that failure is the enemy of perfection. So his kids grew up being afraid of failure, and they always strived to be perfect. Two different set of beliefs, but we both believe them to be true. You can also see from that example that a belief can empower someone or disempower them. Sometimes we have beliefs we don't even know exist or we aren't consciously aware that they exist because they are instilled in us when we are growing up. A lot of it has to do with our family, teachers, and those who made the first impact on us. Their beliefs and values have been infused into us as a child. And so many of us end up going through life operating from these beliefs that we didn't really choose for ourselves. So whether those beliefs are good, positive beliefs that empower you, or ones like the example that I gave with a hypothetical uncle who believes that failure is the enemy of perfection, you're going to have beliefs that empower you or disempower you. Let me give you a few more examples before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode. Let's say you grew up in a family that always struggled with money. Maybe you always heard, no, we can't afford that, or money doesn't grow on trees. So in your mind, when you think about money, you relate to that struggle. You have a negative belief about money. You have a scarcity mindset about money, and it's always a struggle to have enough. So as an adult, or when you step into the world of entrepreneurship, when you try to get ahead, make more money, fix your finances, you're always going to struggle and have that victim mindset that there's never enough because that's the underlying belief you had as a child and that became your reality. Your beliefs create your reality. Where you are today 
and they eventually lead to your destiny. Your thoughts lead to your feelings. Your feelings lead to the actions you take each day, and those actions create the results you have in your life. The sum of all those results and actions are where you are today and eventually will lead you to your destiny, your future. However, beneath our thoughts lies an even deeper force that shapes our thoughts and feelings, and it dictates every aspect of our behavior and how we respond to the world around us. This deeper force is our beliefs. And we touched base earlier on what a belief is and how they can be formed consciously or subconsciously. We all have limiting beliefs, but today we're going to look at the limiting beliefs you may have as an entrepreneur because your beliefs are so important, especially as you step into this world of entrepreneurship. Your beliefs create your reality. We need to take a look at those pesky limiting beliefs that aren't serving you and create new empowering ones. At the end of this episode, I will give you a few steps on how you can flip the script on those limiting beliefs that aren't serving you and how you can create beliefs that will serve you as you step into the role of the abundant Christianpreneur. So the main question becomes, what beliefs do I need to have to allow myself to be successful, to be a successful Christianpreneur, and be successful at creating that business I want to create. Because your success is inevitable, and I truly believe that. What would change if you had that belief that your success was inevitable? And that's a plug for the quick tip episode that will be released this coming Thursday. So stay tuned for that. So back to the question, what beliefs do I need to have as I step into the role of the abundant Christian Christianpreneur? The biggest thing that holds people back from making the transition from their nine to five to a Christianpreneur is mindset. They stop themselves. And no judgment, I've done it. I've totally let my limiting beliefs stop me. And honestly, the reality is, is that there is a very clear set of steps you can follow to get out of your nine to five, right? If you look at other successful entrepreneurs in this space, They followed a set of steps. You can buy their course. You can learn from them. There are a set of steps that you can follow to achieve whatever it is you want to accomplish. The Idea to Income and Impact 5-Day Boot Camp that we have coming up for you in September is where I will walk you through extracting your God-given genius zone, your knowledge, experiences, and passion so you can take that first step to becoming the abundant Christianpreneur. Taking your idea to income and impact. You can get registered for that at ideatoincomeandimpact.com. So the reality is there is a very clear set of steps you can follow to get out of your nine to five. And as people go through the steps, suddenly there are these barriers that pop up. These mental things and limiting beliefs that stop them. So let me ask you, did you come from a working nine to five family background where your parents worked, your grandparents worked, or did you come from an entrepreneurial family background? Most of us can say that we came from a nine to five working class blue collar family background. If we came from an entrepreneurial family background, we wouldn't have to be going through this process and these steps of creating and growing our business. 
we wouldn't have the limiting beliefs, the mental blocks to growing our business. We would just go create it, right? (laughs) Everyone has blocks and limiting beliefs, but we are talking about specific ones that stop you from creating that powerful, profitable, and impactful business, that idea that God gave you to create. And why do we have these limiting beliefs? Because we were conditioned to be nine to fivers and told what to do. We weren't conditioned to be entrepreneurs. We were taught to go to school, get good grades, get a good job after college that pays the bills. And we were taught and conditioned to trade time for money. In school, we took tests to pass someone else's standard. And honestly, there was no class around how to manage money, how to build a business, and there's no class that teaches you to dream. The educational path is not designed to create entrepreneurs. It isn't designed to teach you that your gifts, your talents, your abilities, your passions, your God-given genius zone is so important and you're created to use them simultaneously with doing what you love so you can make an income and impact. So we end up at a career that drains us, sucks the life out of us. We have no freedom of time. We have to ask for vacations and spend time with family. We get burnt out, depressed, and we aren't living that significant and fulfilled life that we were created to live. What is the belief blueprint of a nine to fiver versus the belief blueprint of a Christian preneur? Well, let's dig into limiting belief number one. I don't know enough to help other people. This one was big for me. It was huge and it almost crippled me. I had the belief that I went to school and I have a degree in accounting. I don't know enough to help other people transition out of their nine to five to live a significant and fulfilled life. I let this limiting belief of I don't know enough to help other people almost stop me. So I want to talk to you about the 10% edge. What is the 10% edge? It's the permission to go ahead and teach what you know to the people that need it from the place you are at right now. You don't need to know everything. You just need to be one step, one month, one day, one year ahead of the person who wants to learn from you. And that's what I'm doing with you here. I'm taking you on this journey with me from what I've learned in the past year and taking you through the steps of what I am doing to create my powerful, profitable, and impactful business so I can make an impact, help you so you can make an impact and income as well. So you don't need to know all the things in order to create your course, to create that online or digital business, to be a coach, or to run a workshop or host a group coaching program. You just need to be one step ahead, one chapter ahead just 10% further along on your journey than people that you are here to serve. That's it. Just teach and serve from a place of transparency and present your skill set and knowledge from a place you are at now. And it is so powerful. This not only allows you to take that step of faith and start serving, teaching what you know to those that need it instead of waiting for it to be perfect. Because being ready or thinking it has to be perfect, is a lie. It's an illusion. Nothing is perfect. And by whose standards are you comparing it to anyway? Thinking you have to be ready or it has to be perfect will just keep you in that vicious cycle of putting things off and putting things off and procrastinating until you are, quote, 
ready, or it's perfect. And then honestly, nothing ever gets done. Done is better than perfect. Remember, you're always going to be learning and you can apply what you've learned and teach what you learned. Remember, you just have to be 10% or one step ahead of that person who wants to pay you to learn from you. Limiting belief number two, people think they aren't smart enough to have a business. Do I really know as much as I think I do? Well, let me squash that. You don't see many super intelligent scholars that run businesses, do you? The people that are most successful as an entrepreneur are not the most intellectually smart people. Dean Graziosi, for example, he was dyslexic all through school and he didn't go to college. And he is a multimillionaire entrepreneur making income and impact. They may not be smart in a school sense, but they are super powerful and have made so much of an impact on a lot of people's lives. And it didn't come from a scholarly background. It came from being an executor. They executed on what they learned and what they know. So this is not about how smart you are. It's about the actions you take followed by the feedback you get. And failure, like I said at the beginning of the episode, is feedback. Mistakes are feedback. That just means you have to make adjustments. You do something different, you make it better, and then you take more action. If you want a determining factor for success, it is the person who takes massive action, who learn from their mistakes, take that feedback, and then take more action. The most successful business owners are the ones who make a lot of mistakes, they spot the lessons, they learn from them, and then they do it again. Limiting belief number three, there are already people doing this. I hear this a lot. Why would I do this, Kristen, when there are so many people already teaching this? Or why would I go into the fitness space? Or why would I go into mom blogging or pet training or teaching someone how to take amazing pictures? Well, number one, if there are already people in that market or that niche, good. That means there are a lot of people that want to know and that want to learn from that product or that program or that whatever in that space. And there is absolutely room for you because you have a unique voice. You have a unique offer, a unique perspective, a unique take on things. You have a different set of experiences, passions, and gifts that God gave you, specifically you, that's totally different from others who are in the same space. You just need to trust yourself and lean into being you. You have your own style, flavor, and way of teaching. There is only one you and the world, the people that you are meant to serve, need you to show up and be you. They are waiting to learn from you, your knowledge, and your experiences. And not everyone's going to resonate with Joe Schmo over there. They are going to resonate with your voice and what you have to offer. There's a misconception out there that you need to find an idea that doesn't exist. It's like trying to find that winning ticket that winning idea, and then you'll be successful. And it's not like that at all. It's more like how well can you execute in that existing industry you want to be in and show up as being you along with your God-given genius zone. Think about what can you do that's different. 
What makes you different and how can you execute better than other people in that space? What can you do to make your offer, your course, your online digital program irresistible? What can you provide that others aren't? So find that gap. What's missing in that space? Find what you can do even better than others. So for example, with me, there's a lot of people in the entrepreneurial space that are teaching others how to create a digital course or an online program. But what's specifically setting me apart is I work with Christian career women. I bring my faith into what I do because it's going to resonate with you, that faith-filled Christian career woman who knows that you have a bigger purpose than your nine to five. You want to make an impact. So I am using my faith, my belief in God, and working with those who want to transition out of that nine to five and make a bigger impact and income in the world doing what they love using your God-given genius zone. Limiting belief number four, I don't have enough money or time to do this. I hear this one probably the most. I don't have enough money. I can't afford it. And honestly, I even use this as an excuse, but it was a belief that was not serving me. I knew I had so much more to offer the world than just sitting behind a computer every day that was not feeding my soul because God created and wired me to do something different. And honestly, it does come down to priority. So if you're saying, I just don't have enough money, where are your priorities? Even if it's just a small amount of money coming in, you are still having money come in from a job, right? Money is always going to be coming in. It has to. Otherwise, you wouldn't have money to pay for food, right? So there's always going to be money coming in. It's just how are you prioritizing that money? Where are we moving the money to? Where are you sending your money once it comes in? Is it going to places and things that have no return on investment? Most of the times, yes. We're paying for things that have no return on investment, like Netflix. Yes, it may be fun to sit down and watch tons of episodes on Netflix, but does it have a return on investment? No. So we have to pay attention to the things that we're putting our money towards that don't have a return on investment and ask ourselves, do we actually need it? So it goes back to how bad do you want change? How bad do you want to transition out of your nine to five into doing something that you love and creating your powerful, profitable, and impactful digital business where you can make income and impact? Okay, limiting belief number five, I'm not techie or I'm not technical enough. Listen, that is not an excuse. There are so many free tutorials on YouTube. You can Google anything. With setting up my website, I didn't know WordPress. Setting up my email list or my funnels, I didn't know how to do that. I Googled and watched videos. There's so much free stuff out there. Everything is figure outable. Now, one thing that I did do with creating my podcast and creating other things in my business is I paid someone to teach me. I paid for their knowledge so I could go faster. Yes, I could have spent months and months trying to figure out how to start my podcast or how to eventually transition out of my nine to five. But instead, I paid someone who was where I wanted to be and I extracted their knowledge and learned from them so I could go faster. That's what this knowledge industry, the self-education industry is all about. 
the last limiting belief we're going to talk about is money. Now, we could spend hours on money mindset, but specifically, we're going to talk about the limiting belief where we tell ourselves, I can't sell or I feel bad asking for money. I don't want to be salesy. And be honest with yourself. Is that mindset serving you? Is that serving your business you want to be growing and creating? Is it serving your belief of wanting to make an impact in this world? And how is that mindset serving the people you want to help who are waiting for you to show up so they can learn from you? If you feel bad asking for the sale, you're never going to ask for it and you're never going to make any income. And honestly, you are doing those people who want to learn from you a disservice to those people who want your help and want to learn from you. And money is just a tool. It has no meaning. It's a tool that God gave us in this world to do amazing things with it. Money only has the meaning you give it. It's just a tool. Money isn't good. Money isn't bad. It's how a person uses that tool that determines whether it's being used for good or bad. Now, I love analogies, so let's talk about a hammer a second. A hammer is a tool, right? A hammer is not good or bad. A hammer can be used to build things or it can be used to destroy things. The person using the tool, the hammer, if they use it to build something, they're using it for good. If they're using it to destroy something, they're using the tool or the hammer for bad. So a hammer, just like money, isn't good or bad. It's how the tool is used. Money is a value system. They are giving you money for the value you provide. Money is just a transference of value. The transformation happens after the transaction. And honestly, people don't value free. When you get something for free, you really don't value it. So when I pay for my $6,000 course to learn from someone who's already created a eight-figure online digital business who transitioned from their nine to five, I'm going to show up. I'm going to do the work. So when there's a transfer of value, someone hands you money and you give them value back, they are certainly going to show up and value what they pay for. And like I said, we could have a whole episode on money mindset that could last for hours. Now, we talked about a few limiting beliefs that show up when you step into the role of the abundant Christian Panure. How do we create beliefs that empower us? Well, the first thing you need to do is realize you have that limiting belief, a belief that doesn't serve you. And then we need to change that belief into a belief that empowers you, that serves you. Basically, we have to flip the script on that pesky limiting belief. So for example, a limiting belief I had was I am not good with money and I can't manage money properly. So I wrote that limiting belief down and I flipped the script on it and I said, I am a child of God and I have the mind of Christ. I steward and manage my money according to biblical principles. I had to flip that script on that negative limiting belief and create a belief that empowered me. So recognize that limiting belief that doesn't serve you and flip the script on it. Rewrite a positive empowering belief that's going to serve you and turn it into an affirmation, something that you read every day. 
so you can start transitioning that limiting belief into a belief that serves you. I have a worksheet that you can download that you can walk through determining what is that limiting belief that is holding you back from who God created you to be and stepping into the role of the abundant Christianpreneur and bringing forth that dream that God placed in your heart, extracting your God-given genius zone and creating your powerful, profitable, and impactful digital business. And you can grab that worksheet at kristenduranchi.com backslash mindset. I will drop that link in the show notes as well as the link to the Idea to Income and Bootcamp that will be starting later in September that'll walk you through the first steps of stepping into your role of the abundant Christianpreneur and creating that powerful, profitable, and online digital business that has been on your heart. That's it for today, friends. It's your time to step into the role of the abundant Christianpreneur and put to use the gifts God has given you. There is only one you, and you are the expert someone is out there waiting to hear from. I want you to know this, feel this, and most importantly, be this. Never underestimate the impact and power you have. And hey, real quick before you go, do you wanna win a free private coaching call with me? Take a screenshot of an episode and post it on your IG stories and tag me at Kristen Taranchi using the hashtag TheAbundantChristianpreneur. And if you feel extra daring, share one of your biggest takeaways. That is how you will get entered into the monthly drawing. And if you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would subscribe, leave a review, and rate the show. This not only helps me bring you more expert guests to learn from, but it also spreads the message to those who need to hear it. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and spending it here with me. I appreciate you and see you next episode.